We're back! My name is Pat Duffy. That's Ryan Duffy. It's Let's Go Duffalo podcast on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, buddy? Hey, nothing. It's been a while. It has been a long time. Uh, I know, look, all of you folks that have been asking us for the last couple of weeks where we've been, we appreciate it. We miss you so much. A couple of weeks. Well, it has been. What, like, well, I guess, yeah, it has been a couple of couple of weeks. Okay, well, look, man, I'm not the one <laughs> with a newborn. Your wife's, we've talked about your wife's back. She's feeling better sure. now. Everything's Super depressed at the way the season ended. Yeah, that was that also just, not fun. We yeah. missed all of you. Sure. We have rallied together, mm-hmm. and we are back. We're back. We are super back to talk super back. Bills football, because there's been a lot that's been going down, which we, you know, we got all show to get to, not only with the Bills, but everything going on in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, real quick. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing well. Excuse me. I'm doing well. You're just doing well? Yeah, no, I, I'm doing uh, good well. Okay, I'm bored now. Sure you are. Okay, let's get right into the show here. How are you, though? I'm great. That's awesome. All right, so for those uh, who just listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, it's been an interesting media couple of weeks for Ryan here. Has it ever? All right, so uh, Ryan had never done like radio or anything before this. You clearly forgot about the Mighty Taco song. Okay. And because, uh, I don't know why, so many people like what we do here. Sure. Uh, Ryan has been now invited to do several media things. You co-hosted uh, The Break Room, which is the radio show I do on WCMF every morning. Well, we do. You've also now made two appearances on the uh, Rochester Press Box television show. Not once, but twice. That, Shooting for thrice. That second appearance will be airing on Sunday, April 9th, if you are listening before that. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and watch Ryan embarrass himself on television. I crushed it, and you know it. It's gone to your head. All of this is going. It to your has head. not. I'm just having fun. You are the most obnoxious, easily ego inflated person I've ever met in my life. You know, it's funny when you have a uh, a fulfilling life outside of you know what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. I have a lovely family. Shut up. Uh, very happy with things with the Shut way things are going. Up. Everything else is just gravy. And when that pressure is off to perform, mm-hmm. when you're not trying, Shut up. The 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 true. Shut passion and talent right. rises to the top okay let's so, let's talk bills i'm happy to be here thank you so much for having me on all of your ventures are you a little intimidated that i'm kind of starting not starting have begun creeping into what your whole niche is no i've always said you were more talented than i am you just didn't have the balls to do it Bump. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Somebody got hurt. Someone's trying to get 14-year-old Ryan all amped up, <laughs> but not 34-year-old Ryan because he knows what's happening now. 35, excuse me. Yeah, okay, you're hey, old. Gosh. All right, so I guess the theme of the Bills offseason so far, if you had to put it down into one topic sentence, has been Super Bowl on a budget. Sure. The most recent signing for the Buffalo Bills this week, they signed Jordan Phillips back on a one-year deal. Welcome back again, again. Oh, seriously, this is his third contract. Yep. It's weird because... I like Jordan Phillips a lot. Sure. This last season, he didn't see the field as much. His body kind of failed him. Yeah, totally. And he's getting up there. I mean, you know, D-tackles can play forever unless they have those nagging injuries, and it seems like those nagging injuries are catching up with him. He's a heart and soul guy. When he's healthy, he can have a major effect on a game and give you good reps. We've seen it before. Are you happy with the Jordan Phillips re-signing? Totally. I mean, it's is it vet minimum? If not, like a little bit over. I think it was like a million dollars. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Um, and vet minimums, what seven fifty? Like Either way, like yeah, for sure. You got you got good depth there. Guy who knows the system. Guy who wants to be in Buffalo. Like he has championed the Bills organization in Western New York. Like since he came here 
all the what 2018 2019 yeah um yeah and then obviously went to arizona and now he's back okay again so let's do a game of what we've lost versus what we've gained. Because right. a couple of weeks ago, the pride. big loss this offseason, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Are you sad to see Tremaine go? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm sad to see him go just because, you know, first round pick, same draft uh, class as Josh. Um, top 20 pick, you know, I mean, yeah, it stinks that, that he's not on the team anymore. Are you $72 million said to see him go? No. And and that's the distinction there. You know, like I'm glad that he has played himself into a massive contract. I'm also glad that he's in, uh, the NFC at this point. You wait, do you think he's that kind of impact player where you wouldn't want to see him? Well, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at because I think obviously the bills defense has been very dominant. And I think more often than not, you see people say, that it is because of the powerhouse secondary that the Bills have had. Mm-hmm. But my uh, fear, I guess, is that maybe that secondary and, and and some often like pass rush success that we've had is because you have someone like Tremaine Edmonds who is flying all over the place. I know that he has had some issues with run blocking. I know for sure he over pursues a lot. But like there, but you also can't deny that like he is a physical freak who knows what he's doing, has great instincts, and I'm afraid, I guess, that like if the the Bills defense does dip this coming season, it's going to be kind of obvious as to why. All right, let's talk about that first thing you brought up: the defensive backs benefiting from Tremaine, Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds. You're absolutely right, sure. and it the proof of that was in the Browns and Lions game. The Lions game, especially, Dane Jackson got picked on all game long, yep. and the. Ability for Tremaine Edmonds to cover ground with his speed and size is what gave the Bills the ability to run out a sixth-round rookie on opening day and have that guy look like a legitimate NFL corner. Mm -hmm. That being said, you got Trey White coming back, hopefully stronger than he was at the end of last season. Yep. Kyrie Elam has a year under his belt. Mm -hmm. Everybody else has another year of experience. Maybe there's someone else coming out of the draft to play corner at some point. It's possible the Bills looked at this situation and said, I trust our corners now. We don't need to have someone like that in the middle. That being said, it was a little strange. Because I, I agree with you. He earned his $72 million. It was a little strange to see the Bills not even attempt to bring him back. I mean, I guess, like, is that for sure? Like, the Bills didn't offer him? They could have franchised. Well, I mean, maybe they made an offer. They didn't franchise I was going to say, yeah, I mean, well, can you franchise a restricted free agent? Yeah, yeah. He was. The, the Bills had his rights. He, or he unrestricted was, free agent. He rather. was franchisable because he was coming off his rookie contract. I mean, he would have been franchisable again the next year. They didn't franchise him. All right. Positive. Uh, I am positive okay. they could have franchised him. I mean, they took his fifth year. Right. Yeah. Once your uh, once your contract is up, they can't. No, you can, oh yeah, yes, I guess they that's can. That's what the yeah, franchise yeah. tag is. Why would you franchise someone under contract? Yeah. No. We I want you on a double contract. No, you're right. I was wrong. Um, I would have thought the Bills would have tried to make one more run with him if they valued him as that piece. But it seems like maybe they don't. I don't know if it's that. I, I don't. That's such a hard thing to say. I just don't think they value him at the money that he that he was going to command. But I mean, okay, yes, you would have been paid what the top five average of that position in the league, and it's yeah. the second most expensive, if I'm not mistaken, behind quarterback. Sure. That being said, I mean, I know money's tight. I I would have expected to see a franchise tender before just letting him walk. Like I was shocked to see him just walk. I mean, I if, if I don't know what the numbers would be, but the Bills were already up against it as far as the cap's concerned. The cap is not real. The cap is 100% cap is real. is 100% not real. If it wasn't real, you wouldn't see the... I, I saw someone make like a really good analogy as far as like... Or not analogy, but just explain the whole 
um, like kicking the can down the road as far as like the salary cap is concerned. Uh-huh. Like the Saints, the the Rams, obviously like this. Oh, the Saints didn't win a Super Bowl, Saints. but obviously like the the Rams won a Super Bowl with it. And like okay, but now they're they're hot garbage. Okay, but both of those teams were devastated by injury. The only way you get burned by the cap is if you get devastated by injury. Other than that, mm. the cap does not exist. You just keep restructuring contracts. That's all you have to do. Okay, I could be a great general manager. Sure. All right. So moving on from Tremaine Edmonds, other guys gone. Since the offseason started, Devin Singletary is a Houston Texan now? Yes. Again, not even attempt as far as we know to re-sign him. I feel bad for Devin Singletary. I do too. I think like, um, you know, every, it's it's kind of like a similar situation to Levi Wallace over the last couple of years where it's like they're constantly trying to replace you and you're just doing well enough or not even well enough like you 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 thrive in the like when it's like when your back's up against the wall and it's like well we can't justify just getting rid of you or like you know we're getting production out of you whatever the case yeah i think that devin singletary i do feel bad for devin singletary um but you know on he's on to greener pastures it feels like he was never used the right way right like they were never willing to fully commit to the run but then when they needed the run you hadn't gotten him the the rushes earlier in the game to for him to be at a point where he's going to be able to wear out that defense. And he always got caught from behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, how many how many times would, you know, 80% of the NFL running backs have broken off a touchdown? Here? <gasps> oh, they caught him. Yeah. I also think, too, though, like, you saw a lot of uh, avoidance of the check down from, from the, the Bills offense this year. And I know for a fact, especially in that Bengals game, there were a lot of uh, opportunities for Devin Singletary in space to like pick up six to 10, you know? Mm. Um, now, granted, they were playing from two scores behind, like, you know, you got to make something happen. I don't know. I, I guess, like, yeah, to that point, I don't think maybe he wasn't utilized as best as he could have been. All right. The, the player that is gone that I think hurt Bill's Mafia the most, mm. Isaiah McKenzie released. Yeah. Where you said to see him go. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's just, he seems like a really good. So you say personality wise? Personality, like glue wise. Okay, he's definitely not a glue guy. You think so? Well, no. Why? What about him makes him a glue guy? I mean, he's an infectious person. Everybody seems to hate him. Like, I know it's a what? joke. Well, have you ever watched videos where they talk about, like, telling me about? There was like a series of videos. Now, I don't know if it's like genuine hate or everyone's just busted his balls. But, like, there were a series of videos, like, who's the smelliest guy on the team? Isaiah McKenzie. Who's the most annoying guy on the team? Isaiah McKenzie. And everyone kept saying it over and over and over again. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that is more indicative of them having a high amount of affection toward him than, um, you know, than actually trying to take a shot at him. That's my opinion. uh, With the guys that are coming back, that Poyer signing came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm surprised that shaked out the way that it did. Shook out. I get that the market wasn't there for him. Yeah. At least the way he thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I get that he loves to be in Buffalo, which is that press conference that he gave after he resigned, where he was just like speaking from the heart how much he loves being in playing in Buffalo was very nice to see. This was after the signing? After he after signed. After it shaked out? Yeah. He was okay. wearing his Terminator sunglasses. Right, right, right. right. But didn't you assume Bean had moved on? Yeah, hundred percent. Thought right. that was a that was a donezo situation. I thought he was going to Miami. You know, I thought that was that was over. All right, let me ask you a question. Sure. So let's say you're presented with the scenario where you scenario can, where you can have Jordan Poyer for two more years mm-hmm. or Tremaine Edmonds for one. What would you take? Hmm. I would go with Jordan Poyer for two more years. Why would you do that? Because of how well he played specifically last season. When he saw the field. 
when he, oh yeah okay so what he missed four games uh, three might, games no it was more than three are you well, let's just call it even a four I think even it was though like five or six I don't think that at one point the Bills were nine and zero with him in the lineup yeah they they went like eleven or you know so maybe like five or six okay fine whatever um, when he was on the field they won games you know with the exception of the playoffs yeah um, now I I know what you're gonna say like you would rather take a thirty one year old safety versus a 24-year-old middle linebacker with five years of experience. 31-year-old safety who, and again, I like the way Jordan Poyer plays ball. I love how he is in the dressing room. I love what he means to this team. Mm-hmm. 31-year-old safety that has had injury issues. Not yeah. his fault. Not yeah. his fault totally. the way he plays. But look, you got to factor that in when you're signing guys. Sure. So you still take Poyer for two over Edmonds for one. I think I would only because I'm like really looking forward to the run it back situation with him and Hyde in the backfield. Okay. Um, or in the defensive backfield, that is. Yeah, I still I would stand by that. Okay, so going on to players that are new that we do not know about. Yeah. Two new wide receivers, Trent Shearfield comes in from Miami, the butt punt guy. Yes. Yes. The butt punt guy. And Deontay Hardy from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Anything stand out to you about those two guys? I remember when uh, Sherfield is it? Yeah. Right. Um, I saw that whole kind of like situation unfolding during the like right before the tampering period, mm-hmm. but on Twitter of him and Tyreek Hill like chatting back and forth. It's like Tyreek Hill's like, "Are you with us or what?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> Later, deuces. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that's that's cool. I mean, I can't say I'm familiar enough with either of those two, you know, production. But I mean, I guess I kind of trust the front office of the Bills. So Hardy from New Orleans is a yard after the catch guy. Yuck. He's a guy who it seems like he was what Beasley was three years ago. Yeah. And yeah. what they've been trying to find from since Beasley was Beasley three years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Because two seasons ago, Beasley was falling off. That's why they walked away from him. Then you thought McKenzie and Crowder were able to do it. Crowder gets hurt and misses the whole season. <laughs> Crowder did it for a couple <laughs> quarters. And he did it. I mean, look, I, I, I will stand by and I've said this before on the show. When Crowder was hurt, that's when the offense changed. Yeah. He was your guy that was going to possess the ball over the middle. He was going to open up everything else. When did he get hurt? Like week four or five? It was five? against Miami. Week two? Or three? Three. Or three. Yeah. Miami. Miami's the game. Oh, there. yeah. He got his head taken off, right? Coming oh, across the middle, right? Ankle. Oh, I, I know he got he got rocked pretty hard. We are the best Bills podcast. Because we are real, and we are authentic, and we make stuff up. Okay, uh, real quick. Offensive line, Connor McGovern from Dallas, David Edwards from the Rams. Is that enough to protect Josh? Um, I truly don't know. Because, like, and I'll tell you why. Because I am familiar, like, every football-watching afternoon game dude watching the Dallas Cowboys play again and again week after week. Mm-hmm. I just see Connor McGovern's name and think like I, it's it's almost like like consistency bias. Okay. You know what I mean? All like right. I'm always seeing his name. It's like oh okay, like uh, that just to me like makes him stand out more. So I was like, we got Connor McGovern. Oh my goodness! Do you know there are two Connor McGoverns? In the yeah, league? there's one on the uh, on the Jets. Yeah, okay. no, I get that. Just but no, sure. I'm talking about you well, know that might be why you hear that Dallas. name over and over again because there's two. That's of them. a fair point. I mean, really, and the Jets are in our division, <laughs> right. so you watch two of those games. Fair enough. No, I. But either way, um, yeah, no. So like, I when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, obviously, you know, guard was a huge uh, liability for the offensive line overall, but guard specifically, interior O line. Roger Saffold played rather poorly throughout the year. So I'm thinking like, oh, okay, they got a high air quote, high profile guy to come in and fill that spot. But then I saw, I mean, who knows? Everyone has their opinion, but like I saw some stuff about like how the Connor McGovern free agency signing was like rated one of the worst in the off season on some 
paywall ESPN article. And um, I ain't paying for it. No chance. I go to the Bleacher Report comments whenever I see a paywall and they're just like, hey, man, I got a, a subscription. This is what they send the bullet points. I was like, thanks, buddy. You literally get paid to do this. Yep. And you're bitching about people getting paid to do what you're doing. Do you know what the housing market is like nowadays? Please. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, we'll see what it's like. I don't know. We'll Great see. take. We'll see if he's yeah. good. And then as far as David Edwards, uh, yes, right? Yes. Um, not John Edwards. Not crossing over with John you, Edwards. The, the psychic who <laughs> Hopefully has... he doesn't allow defensive linemen to cross over into the offensive backfield. Oh, I remember why we haven't done this in two months. <laughs> a little rusty. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a Aaron Cromer guy, you know, offensive lineman coach for the uh, for the Bills. He played with him, or, or was I, I yeah, should say Sa- coached by him. Saffold was too. Like, that's yeah. my fear here is like, you know, you can bring in guys you're familiar with and that's great, but if they yep. can't do the job. Sure. Uh, okay, real quick, lightning round. These are Bills that are still free agents. Hit me. That have yet to sign yet. Do you want them back? Shaq Lawson. Yes. Why? He, he just depth knows the system. Loves Western New York. He was he was a borderline cut coming out of camp. He was one. Sure. He was he didn't dress opening day. Now yep. he came on and he gave you some good reps during the season. Mm-hmm. Is there room for him? I don't know. But if you're asking me, I thought this was a lightning round. Okay. If we're not going to elaborate, but yeah, no, I would want him back. Dean Marlowe. Um, secondary. Safety. Yeah, say yeah. I'm just in general. I actually, I'm going to say no, just because of the Taylor Rapp signing, and I also know that Christian Benford has safety experience, so maybe that would be. Um, but then also, you know, obviously we're down Demar Hamlin. I don't know. I'm saying no. Okay, so you don't want Marlowe back. Look, if they if they're not going to resign Marlowe, the Benford thing is interesting that mm-hmm. they might move him to safety. Yeah. Um, with Taylor Rapp, I don't know if they would, but I mean, you play four safeties. No, you idiot. Right. They're preparing for... Oh, of course, for depth. and No, they're preparing for Poyer, Poyer and, Hyde and Hyde to be gone. Sure. So they want their replacements. And I don't know if Rap is uh, an eventual replacement for one of those guys, a starter, or they're going to load up on safety depth because you were playing your fifth and sixth safety at one point. Was he a two? I think he may even be a one-year contract. That I don't know. I don't know either. No, yeah, no, it is a one-year contract because the joke was you play him behind those two guys, drive his value for down even further, and then sign him to a multiple-year deal. <laughs> I mean, look, we'll find out what they're going to do. I mean, if I, I get the feeling there's going to be a safety in around four, five, six. They need safety depth. That's what killed them last season. Yeah. And I don't mean to say that in the DeMar Hamlin way, but you get what I'm saying. <sighs> Terrible. No, it's true. Um, no, I, 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 I agree with you. Okay. I agree. Um, yeah, no, sure. Okay. Tommy Sweeney. Um... Didn't he's didn't he get picked up by the Giants? Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. All right, well we'll move on from him. Last one. Yeah, Jake Cumro. Oh, uh, I mean, we all know he's if if Aaron Rodgers does go to the Jets, we all know he's going to end up on the Jets somehow. Well, he's going to end up in camp. They don't have any space for any more wide receivers. Yeah, and and, and obviously, like wide receivers, a big. Also, uh, he's like 45. Yeah, everyone thinks he's like this 27 year old kid. He's been in, he's been around forever. You got to think like I mean, he has one touchdown uh, with with his time on the Bills in Denver. Uh, in de- yep. Um. Yeah. I mean. I know, like, Aaron Rodgers beats the drum for him. Like, everyone seems to love him there. But you got to, th- I mean, he he never made the field, you know? Like, I well, mean, he was he- hurt last season. He was getting time, and he got hurt. Like, last year mm-hmm. might have been the year where they were going to trust him to be that guy, and his body failed him. Not his fault. Yeah, I think they may need to go a little bit younger there. So A little bit younger than 35 years old? Just a little bit. On a, your fifth wide receiver? Just a couple years. All right, so with all that being said... If you're going to be going to these games, watching the game at the bar, you want to fly your flag, show your colors, right? And there's a lot of uncertainty with this Bills roster. How so? Well, I mean, we know who's going to be slotted where for this season. But you talked about the salary cap and guys that are making too much money and folks whose contracts are coming up. When you buy a jersey, 
Mm. You try to make the longest commitment possible. And that might be a hard thing to do with the Bills right now. And we will get into it. The long-term safe bet. And we'll do it next. Let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app. Breaking podcast. Where you could buy an NFL jersey for $30, $40. And if it didn't go well with that guy, you could chuck that thing in the trash. Go get a new one. Mm, Those were the days. It's the hardest thing to do nowadays when you got to take out a second mortgage just to put a shirt on your back with your favorite player. And that might be a problem moving forward for the Buffalo Bills over the next couple seasons. Yeah. Probably. Let's go Duffalo on the Odyssey app where you ever get your podcast. His name's Ryan Duffy. My name is Pat Duffy. It is great to talk to you Hi. guys. Shot. Oh, my God. Remember oh that? Oh, my God. Remember all that stuff? Ryan's drinking. I'm not. Oh, I mean, I am, but um, <laughs> but that's not affecting my my wittiness and hilariousy. All right. So here's going to be my favorite part of this show. Sure. Uh, it's been two months again, mm-hmm. about since we've done a show. Yep. And when we were doing it weekly... Uh, Ryan had one thing to prepare for and never did. So oh, I, have, yeah, you forgot that you had to figure out what, where you you needed or what's making Ryan sad. Please, I am an absolute professional. Okay. I can think on my feet, no problem. Uh, we're gonna find out in just a little while what's making Ryan sad coming up here. Let's go, Duffalo on the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about all the changes off season in the last segment. Sure right? did, and not just with players leaving and showing up, but. Also waiting to see who is going to emerge as a long-term player in Buffalo Mm -hmm. versus someone who may not be longer for this roster, whether it's age, whether it's talent, whether it's contract. If you are going to get a new jersey this Mm offseason, not the state, if you're going to spend $100, $125, yeah, they're 125 now. So that's the that's the bare minimum? Because they do make those sublimated ones now. Right. Right? No, I, I think those are like 80. Uh, I mean, they're crap. May, they're crap. They're crap. Um, yeah, I mean, everything on Fanatics, I have seen. Ugh, don't give me star. I hate I Fanatics know, so me, much. Me too. I hate Fanatics so me much. Me too. But if you, they, there's no denying that they are, a, they are the go-to as far as like their NFL shop is powered by Fanatics. Unless you're going to Dick Sporting Goods or you know, insert whatever other place. It's going to be fanatics that you're getting it from. Okay. Or the direct, uh, like, shop the bills, whatever. All right, so the question is this. If you're going to get a New Jersey this offseason. Not the state. Which one is the safest? The one you're going to get the longest life out of for the money you're going to spend? I mean, is that a real question? What's your answer? It's Josh Allen. Obviously, the answer is Josh Allen, right? However, look, you can go get a Josh Allen jersey, but everyone's got a Josh Allen jersey. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, do you want to be like everybody else? Oh, if I, if everyone else looks great in their Josh Allen jersey uh, during the Super Bowl parade, then um, yes, I do want to look like everybody look, else. Look, I own two Josh Allen jerseys. I'm not anti-Josh Allen jersey. No big deal. I might own three Josh Allen jerseys. But the point that I'm making is, if you want to be a little bit different, mm-hmm. other than Josh Allen, and here's where it gets complicated. Mm-hmm. Who is the safest jersey bet moving forward? Knee-jerk reaction. Trey White. Trey White. Okay. That's knee-jerk reaction. Right. I cannot, I, I mean, just because of how much of a staple he is. Okay. You know, he's on a long-term deal, you know? No, no, it was long-term when he signed it. Right, which was three Your take is so bad, ago? your daughter is crying in the background She's and people upset. can hear it. She's very upset. Okay, let's talk about Trey White. Yeah. So last season when he came back after Thanksgiving, he was still rounding into form mm-hmm. when the season ended, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's no reason to think, okay, let me try this again. Mm. 
it's very, very, very possible, maybe even likely, that when the season starts again, we see the trade weight we used to see. Fingers crossed. Okay, but it's also a possibility that doesn't happen. Sure. Could you Google, just check real quick for me, how much, how many years he has left on his contract? Because I don't hate the Trey White pick, but there are some guys, especially at that position, when you take the injury that Trey White took, eh, you may not be the same player again. Trey White spot track. Also, Trey White is a guy who seems like he values his mental health off the field as much as he does his career on the field. I mean, who's to say if he feels like he can't do it to the best of his ability, he's not going to take his ball and go home and say, hey, guys, thanks for everything. Yeah. So I Googled what you asked me to, and it says here, uh, do your research and preparation before the show. But then I, I really gonna, Hold on. Real it. quick, real quick. I'm going to quote Ryan. Uh, my printer wasn't working. So this whole thing we're doing here? Yeah. Uh, I prepared all of this. And I printed it out. Okay, great. So as we sat down, Ryan said, and I quote, I haven't even looked at this yet. Nope. I don't want any kind of bias. I want this to be completely authentic. Okay. I don't even want to know what we're talking about. Okay. To answer your question, yes. in 2026, yeah. he is going to be a free agent. So it's three years from now. Three seasons. Three seasons. All right. Would you be happy spending $125 and getting three seasons out of a jersey? Yes. Because I think Trey, Trey White, granted, if he were to leave on amicable terms, also assuming that he doesn't Put resign. a pin in that because I want to talk about that. I know where you're going. Put a pin in it because we'll discuss it. Okay. I do want to talk about other players. Sure. Does the Trey White jersey seem safer to you than a Stefan Diggs jersey? No. Well, wait. Say that, ask that Would again. Would you rather – is Stefan Diggs safer of a jersey? No. You just hate Stefan Diggs right now. I'm, I'm – I mean, I'm not – the biggest fan. So right that's a personal thing, not he won't be on this roster for much longer. Well, I, I guess so. That's that's a bit of it too. Yeah, sure. So you you don't think he'll be on this roster much longer? I don't think he'll be on this roster much longer. All no. right. So he turns thirty in November. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers, much like running backs, can mm-hmm. all of a sudden hit a wall right. and then just fall off. Now I can't see that happening with Stephon Diggs the way he's played the last couple of years, right. right? But I don't know if if, if Trey's under contract for three more years. Mm-hmm. Is Stefan Diggs a primetime player for three more years in Buffalo? Who who do you think makes it longer when it comes to your jersey investment, Stefan Diggs or Trey White? I would think Trey White. You just okay, you're by your your mind I, has I could been be. sullied. No, your yeah. mind has been sullied. You're absolutely right. Um I it could be. I, I there's a lot of factors that go into that. It's the position, it's the you know, the fact that Trey White was the first ever uh McDermott draft pick. Okay. Um, there, there's a whole lot. He's he, Trey White goalie Academy. I mean, how can you not love that guy? It is lovable. I do have a Trey White Sabres jersey. Sweet. Um, yeah, and that's and I'm not like. I, obviously, I have my own opinion about everything that unfolded with Stefan Diggs at the end of the season and up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By but, the way, if you watch uh, the Rochester Press Box this week on uh, television, you can check it out on YouTube, Classy Wolf Media. You can hear Ryan complain about Stefan Diggs more on television. <laughs> Well, there are people outside and of Rochester. The, and the internet. There are people outside. I was going to drop what it plays on, but there are people outside of Rochester and outside of the country that listen to this a bit. Oh, I cannot see this thing. Because I'm from a country that talks like this. I don't know if I'm Argentinian or French. Maybe I'm Asian of some sort. I don't know. I'm doing the hand thing, too. You are. That's Italian. Yeah. Um, Could also be French. What are we talking about? Yeah, no, I would. Trey White is a safer bet for a jersey for a couple of reasons for me personally. But I don't I wouldn't hold it against anyone who wouldn't want to who would go and get a Diggs jersey like right now. OK, when you invest the hundred twenty five bucks in the door for a Bills jersey, mm-hmm. how long in your how, what's the least amount of time where you would feel I got my money's worth that you could wear it? Dude, we, yeah, that's you're you're asking this to me like I'm a lay person. 
And and we're not lay people as far as jerseys right, are concerned. Let's not lump me in before you say what you're going to say. I, if you're talking about John Q. Public, yeah. I don't think that, I mean, I don't think a Stefan Diggs jersey is a, is a safe bet at this point. Okay. You know, if, if you're. No, I if, get it. I'm if, just talking, I'm talking any jersey. How, any jersey. Okay. When, if I spend 125 bucks, I need to get X minimum years out of it where oh, I feel. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, I would say maybe three years. So three years you're happy at 125 bucks. I think I would be. Yeah. But okay. again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not John Q. Public. I'm Ryan Duffy. So you think people would want more years than three years? No, I'm, fewer. I'm no, I th- no, I stand by what I said. I think it's three years. But what I'm saying is that I almost appreciate the fringe. I own a Percy Harvin Bills jersey. I literally said Josh Allen may not be something everybody wants, and you crapped on that take. And then you turn around and go, "Hey man, I like the more rare jerseys." I don't think you. Re- I like. I wish we could. I, like I wish we could play back. I like the rare jerseys because if I because if I crapped on you as per what you were saying. I didn't mean to. You crapped on me. Um, yeah, no, I just think like, you know, Josh Allen's the go-to jersey just because he's the star quarterback. Okay, so Josh Allen, obviously, but he's off the table here. Yeah. You're going Trey White over Stephon Diggs. Yes. Would this man trump both of those? Hit me. When it comes to the safest long-term Bills jersey. Just in that category, you're saying. M- Matt Milano. Um, Bills chose him over Edmonds. Yeah. Uh, they had to pay both. They went with Matt so that they like him better. And he is a great player, mm-hmm. but he's never been in this new role he's going to be in. No. And, and he, yep, go ahead. Do you see him as the leader of the defense right now? I think so. Outside, obviously, the middle of the field. Um, <laughs> Thank you, position Ryan. Well, sure, but I'm saying like I, I don't think you can argue that Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are the captains, are, are the leaders on the field as far as the defense is concerned. Um, I don't know what's Milano's contract. Did he restructure for two years or three years? No, he's got he's got multiple years. The, the length of the contract isn't a problem. That's a tough one to answer, man. I think like uh, I think that would come down to preference. I would I would put Trey White and Matt Milano on the same level as far as like Ooh. potential longevity of a jersey. I would still go Trey White just for my own personal reasons, but I would just all things equal, and we're talking longevity and safe bets. I think they're on the same level. Okay, see, here's my problem with Matt Milano, and I love Matt Milano. I love sure. the way Matt Milano plays. But if I'm talking, we've about, never heard him talk. If I if I'm talking about investment of years, mm-hmm. that guy plays with reckless abandon. Sure. And there are other linebackers we've seen in this league who burn bright fast mm-hmm. and they beat the hell out of their bodies so badly. They're gone in a few seasons. Kiko Alonso. <laughs> well, I mean, that guy was just a jerk. lunatic. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could use several words. We would have had to bleep out. <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, my worry with Matt Milano is he he misses games every season because of the way that he plays. Yeah. Right. And that's not a criticism. Sure. I mean, if I if I invest in a Matt Milano jersey, is that going to be one of those things where I wear it to the stadium ten years from now and they're like, oh, what he could have been, man, what he could have been. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So so normally, if you're looking for distance in a jersey, mm-hmm. investing in a young guy mm-hmm. is going to be the way to go. But even when you go down the list of young guys, younger guys on this roster, lightning round, Gabe Davis, how do you feel? Uh, if you would have said last year, I would have said go for it. That's this year, I, I would say I, I got mine last year. Yeah. I think that Gabe Davis has a bounce back year. He, you, I ho- obviously hope so. And I think you're probably right. You know, I think the whole team is going to have a good bounce back year just with less pressure on them. Greg Rousseau. No, I got one of those too. Good for you. Why? Okay, Greg Rousseau took a big step forward last year. He did, um, but also as far as like, I mean, I, no, I wouldn't do it. I, I if you're, I look at it this way: 
if I'm going to buy, like, I look at the position itself, and mm-hmm. if is Greg Rousseau the best jersey that I'm going to buy? No way. I'm buying a Von Miller jersey. Okay, but Von Miller is the worst investment you can make. Of course, but or I, I rather I see your point. I just disagree. Okay, Von Miller, when it comes to length of contract, he signed to a long-term deal. We don't know how that's going to go. And Von Miller doesn't have the, I love Von Miller. I love Von Miller. He's been nothing but great in Buffalo. He doesn't have the, what's the word I'm looking for? His roots aren't deep enough. Okay, that's perfectly fine. How many teams did Shaquille O'Neal play for that everyone had? Like, I have a Cavs O'Neal shirt. There, We have a Celtics O'Neal jersey somewhere. I have we, one. Me as in, I stole it from you. Yeah, thank we you. Can, collectively I own it. Can I have that back? <laughs> when I get my Nate Peterman I jersey it back. back. To you. No, you did not. I know, it's up in my closet right thank now. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'm, but my point is like, I, I, yeah, he may not have the roots there, but he's a... Um, you know, obviously a, a future Hall of Famer. Okay. Like, yeah, I would buy that jersey in a heartbeat. Yeah, but it's like having a, it could be like, okay, it's not the same, but it might look like a T.O. Bills jersey in a couple of years. Which I own. Which actually, well, that. I the, hate I everybody. Be, I hate everybody yeah. who wears that jersey. I, I mean, I, I haven't worn it in a while just because it's that old, like, Reebok mesh yeah, kind. I mean, and that yeah. just, I don't like that. Okay. Would you rather, mm-hmm. all right, Greg Rousseau, you got to pick one, or James Cook? Um, Switching to number four this year, by the way. I saw that. I would go Greg Rousseau just because of where he was drafted. Okay. Which, don't get me wrong, is not always the best, you know, benchmark. But, um, you know, yeah, I would still go Greg Rousseau. Running back jerseys are always a bad investment anyway. Because unless they're like a top three to five running back in the league, mm-hmm. there is no guarantee they're getting a contract with the team that drafted them. Second totally. contract. Yep. Okay, is there a player on this roster, something you brought up earlier and I stopped you, that transcends being on the team? And when I say that, I mean when they're gone, even the year after, they meant so much that you can wear their jersey forever. Recently, think Kyle Williams, yep. Fred Jackson kind of guy. Yep. Is there a player on that roster right now? I feel like you're going to laugh at me when I say this. I can't wait. But yeah, I think there is. Ooh. It's Micah Hyde. I oh, think no, when, that's fair. I think yeah, it's fair. If I, I would look forward to wearing a Micah Hyde jersey, even if he goes, you know, if when his contract's up and, and if he re-signs or doesn't retire, whatever the case, um, even if he's in the same division, I have so much appreciation and respect for Micah Hyde that I feel like I could wear that jersey forever. I think you made the argument for Poyer and Hyde. In sure. Yeah, no, for sure. But we've just been talking about Poyer a lot, and I wanted to make sure I shouted out Hyde. It is weird. You don't see a lot of Micah Hyde jerseys. You'd think you would see more Micah Hyde jerseys. Totally. Right? Yep. I mean, leader of the defense, hell of a ball player. Hell of a ball player. He's a Western New York type of guy, right? Comes in unheralded, builds himself up, mm-hmm. right? You saw how valuable he was last year sure. when he went down. Yep. Almost made, if they would have won that Bengals game, he was playing the next week after having a season-ending injury. I think I'm going to get a Micah Hyde jersey. I, I mean, You've actually talked me into it, too. Okay, I, I already think. said I was getting it first, though, so no, we can't have I the already same bought jersey. It. I already up. bought it on Fanatics with the wonderful user experience of the Fanatics app. I hate Fanatics so much. Yeah, it's kind of garbage. Okay, here's the fact, and nobody's going to want to hear this. Who sponsors this segment? Ah, oh, crap, it's Fanatics! Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't even take their money. They're <laughs> filthy, gross money. Right, terrible. The best jersey for a long-term investment, and you're not going to want to hear this, but it's true. I don't want to hear it. Special teams. Uh, <laughs> Reed Ferguson has been on this roster forever. Oh, don't and get he me is started. Go- He's going to be don't on this get roster. Me started. He could be on this roster for another seven years. You are the largest hypocrite I have ever Why? heard. Why? I the what the last time two episodes ago. You went on like two full segments uh-huh. about the Reed Ferguson jersey guys that were in the stands in the, during the Miami game and the Bengals I game. I said you weren't going to like it. I can't believe that you would now turn tail no. and say, 
oh, if you're talking about longevity, you got to get the long snappers jersey? Come on. Hear me out. I'm not saying I would buy the jersey. I will not buy the jersey. I'm talking about if you're getting the most money, the most time for your investment, it's the long snapper. If the long snapper is a good long snapper. It's true. Fair enough. I mean, I think you may... Oh, no, kicker's super volatile. Well, no, but let's talk about Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass, outside of Josh, might be the best investment because you're right. They can be volatile, but volatile. Volatile. Because if he has a couple of bad weeks, he could be gone. Totally. I'm knocking on wood, yep. though. Tyler Bass has been that guy, and if he's a good kicker, that guy could be on your roster for I 15 think, years. I think that's press board. Does It's still wood. It's more like sawdust and glue. What's sawdust made out of? Mm, chunks of material okay. that is often used for other pieces of furniture. Tyler Bass might be the best investment. And even when it comes to... And a, like knocking on wood, when it comes to how many games that guy will play. Now, Josh, we've been very fortunate, has been healthy. Yeah. Tyler Bass, if you're talking about longevity, Tyler Bass might be the guy. Like, it might be neck and neck with Josh Allen. I, I get your point. Um, and I would, I, you know, a number two Tyler Bass jersey is just a cool jersey, I think. Here's the problem, though. Uh, fat guys can't wear single can't digits. Can't wear single jerseys. digits, man. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. When I had a, um, or I think, I can't remember. It feels like a Jeff Tool jersey or something like that. And I thought to myself, like, ooh, I should get this. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, holding it up. And, and, and I can't remember. It was a single-digit player. I was at, like, Marshall's, like, discount rack. And I was like, oh, I should totally get this. And I held it up to myself in the mirror. I didn't even put it on. I just held it up and looked at myself. I was like, there's no way I can pull this off. Well, here's the problem. One, there's not enough space taken up by one number. Two, the numbers don't get bigger in size with the jersey as mm-hmm. the fabric gets more. It's oh the same gosh. tiny number. Yeah. Like the amount of big old fat guys that were wearing like throwback Doug Flutie jerseys in the stands last year. And I was like, you don't even know, man. Somebody buddy, should pull you aside. Buddy, trust me. I'm an ally. I, I know how it feels. But we all have to, you know, hold ourselves to a, a little bit more of an account oh. that we have to. Not you, I should say, you, Mister Skinny Mini over here. Yeah, whatever. But I was a, I was a big old fat guy one time. I think that like it, you shouldn't be allowed to be sold a single digit player jersey. <laughs> What's the weight maximum? What weight maximum for a single digit jersey? Two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah. Okay. The dentist's favorite weight. I was looking forward to this today. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. We haven't done it in a while. Tooth hurty. Shut up. Shut up. It's tooth hurty. Okay. Dentist. Uh, it's know, time for everyone's favorite segment that Ryan is absolutely not prepared for, based again on the panic <laughs> on his face. You've only had two months to get ready for it. It's what's making Ryan sad. And uh, I'll tell you what's making me sad and the rest of uh, Bill's Mafia. You have your own segment about what makes you sad? Yeah, you. No, we officially have a go for this new stadium this week, as a matter of fact. They're going to break down. Yeah, Uh, but there was some uh, fine print in this agreement that makes something Bills fans are dreading officially official. Let me get my magnifying glass out. We'll tell you what it is. No need. We'll do it next. Let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app, Radio Podcast. something that will make the rest of Bill's Mafia sad. Oh, no. And it's going to have a lot of diehard Bill's fans, Bill's fans, folks that have had season tickets for years, com- contemplating how much they need to be at that stadium every week. Yeah, Bill's fans are going to be super sad after seeing this one. 
That's how you sound. So let's go Duffalo on the Odyssey app where we get your podcast. His name's Ryan Duffy. My name is Pat Duffy. I'm done with you, man. We're 40 minutes into this, and I'm done with you. It's been too long. I buy you pizza. Your wife brought it home. You, you get salad. We have a bank account. We share a bank account. So sure. It's, technically, I also bought you pizza. Okay. All right. Well, I'm giving you hours and hours of content over the hour and or so of content over the last six months. If you listen to Let's Go Duffalo uh, on a regular basis, you know that Ryan has one segment and one segment every week he has to prepare for. Only a single thing. Yeah. And uh, if you can see his face, you see the panic in his eyes right now. You've had two months. Two months. Are you looking at my eyes? We're going to find out what's making Ryan sad. You know, sadness is infectious, you know? So I know that there's a lot of sadness at the end of the season, obviously, with the way things shook out, shaked out, excuse me. But um, there was one thing that I did experience during that Bengals game. That oh, we're it, going all the way back to the playoff game. Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. What was that? Well, kind of. I'll get there. Don't cut me off, please. Oh, my God. Take You take so long. What's making you sad? You're... Please. Hmm. I love the environment at Ralph Wilson Stadium. The whatever it's called. Highmark Field. Highmark Field. The fact that I know that our days are numbered of being in those actual stands with everything that comes with it, like it for better or worse, mm-hmm. those days are numbered now. Especially now with all the new developments, no okay. pun intended, mm-hmm. over the new stadium across the street. So... When I was at the Bengals game, and right when we were walking in, it was magic. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to put up 70 points. The snow was falling down, and there was that brisk in the air. And I remember just closing my eyes and just breathing in through my nose, thinking, take this moment in. It was a playoff game. It was so exciting. And, And it was such a great memory for me at that point. But now that I know that the days in in the Ralph are numbered... It does make me feel a bit sad. Okay. Well, it's a perfect transition into what we're getting to here. Oh, look at that. Uh, Because the new stadium across the street is officially a go. This week, uh, they signed all the things they need to sign. They're going to break ground soon. So the first alarming thing, the stadium in 12 months is already $140 million over budget. Zoinks. They haven't done anything yet. They're $140 million over budget. The good news is the bills pay for that. Is that a comma? I thought it was soy sauce. Bro, how do you gain $140 million and you haven't done a damn thing yet? But something Bills fans have been dreading was confirmed in the fine print of that deal signed this week. What did it say? There will be, in this new stadium, officially personal seat licenses. Ah, come on! The dreaded PSL. Come on! Okay, so for those who are unaware of what a PSL is... Not a pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) It's a way for the team to raise money to build the stadium. So when you see that the Bills or the Pagulas are putting in their own money, like, you know, the Pagulas are putting in three, four hundred million. Sure. Uh, this is what they mean. It's not like they go to their own bank account and pay for that money. That money comes out of the pockets of fans that pay for PSLs. And here's how they work. You have to pay a set fee to buy season tickets. But that fee that you're paying does not go towards your season tickets. You have a one-time charge per seat, and that charge gives you the right to buy your season tickets every year. So you pay for it once, and then every year you have a right to buy season tickets. So NFL-wide, there are PSLs that are as low as $500 for bad seats and low-market teams. Hmm. However, the Cowboys, Rams, and Raiders all have PSLs in excess of $50,000 a seat. You're kidding me. Depending on the seat. There are nice seats that it's $50,000 a seat. 
just to be able to have the right for, to purchase a season you to are, give you more money. Yes, you are paying fifty thousand dollars to have the right to buy your seats. So if you again, if you buy the PSL, you get nothing. You have the right to buy your seat. What I'm curious about is what these PSLs are going to cost in this new stadium, mm. Buffalo. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, you are limited by the economy of the market you're in. Yeah. Right? So you're not going to have people that can afford a $50,000 per seat PSL. Totally. Okay. You're not going to be the lowest PSL in the league because you're a newer stadium. Mm-hmm. My seats are three rows from the field, 20-yard line. Mm-hmm. Bill's sideline. I no love them very much. No big deal. Okay, but they're not expensive. It's less for me to buy my season tickets than it is for fans of opposing teams to buy single seats to their team where I sit. It's insane. Take that. Take that, f- traveling fans. What is my PSL going to cost if I get a similar seat in that new stadium? I have zero frame of reference. I have no clue. But even just the idea of it makes me so... Hit the music. Pumpkin spice lattes. Okay, <laughs> can you stomach paying a PSL? Uh, I don't think I can, man. I don't think I can. That's like that. Come on, come on, really, really. All right, look, it's just a way to weasel money out of fans. Of course, and you can't even sell it any other way. Like, there's no way you can paint this at other than we're trying to get a, as much money out of you as possible. Like. I oh man. So right right now the Bills are the most affordable ticket in the NFL. Sure. And God I, bless them. I get. I get that we have been spoiled for a very long time and prices are going to go up to see this team play and especially a new stadium and that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But to have to invest potentially thousands of dollars per seat to have to turn around and then again pay for my tickets. I don't know if I can do that. I, it is yep. breaking my heart because I've had my season tickets for well over a decade. Mm-hmm. We've been going to games in that stadium since 1989. Mm-hmm. I, there's been season tickets in our family since we were born, essentially. Sure. Both of us, like yeah. two or three years old. Yep. I, I don't know if I can look myself in the mirror and pay for a PSL. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to reserve total judgment until I find out what the cost is. But I can't get past at the right here, right now. I can't get past the principle of the matter because you're right. There's no other way to say like you get X, Y, Z feature benefit by owning your PSL other than we'd also like some more money, please. Well, it's funny because they sell some of the benefits of other PSLs in other cities. Like folks that are like, it's just a PSL where you get a discount to the team store and discounts on parking and first access to concerts that are coming. Those are things I already get as a bill season ticket holder. Yes. Like I'm not gaining anything unless you're yep. going to give me some extravagant gift mm-hmm. when I purchase my PSL and it's not going to be close to worth what that PSL is going to cost me. Yeah. And I know there are people listening right now, right? Who are going... Well, this doesn't affect me because I'm not a season ticket holder and it's no big deal. Shut up. Quit whining. Sure. You're wrong because... Yeah, and you're dumb too. I'm not saying you're dumb, but you're wrong. I said it. Okay. If you're going to buy seats in the secondary market, go to one or two games a year, one game every couple of years. Those tickets are going to be more expensive because the people who bought those tickets have to recoup the cost of this PSL. You know what I like doing when I sell my tickets that I have uh, season tickets for? I like losing money on that transaction because of John Q. 
person going to the 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 Bills game. Um, otherwise, and, and uh, yeah, otherwise if you're selling them at a loss just because you can't get rid of them, yeah. but. Um, yeah, no, of course. Like, it, there's a downstream impact to everybody going to the game. Everybody. Who doesn't own the team? Everybody will be paying more in the long run, whether you have season tickets, whether you're buying them from the secondary market. And keep in mind, there's only 60,000 seats in this new stadium. They've shaved 12,000 seats mm-hmm. off of it. So just that, the scarcity of the tickets. Because, bro, you saw what tickets were going for for individual games this year. Yeah. You, know, you were having trouble getting in the door. Worst seat early in the season for 300 bucks. Totally. Now, add on the cost of a PSL, the fact that it's a brand-new stadium and ticket prices are going to be higher anyway. I shudder to think what it's going to cost to get into that stadium to see a game. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this whole thing, my feelings about it. I'm going to wrap it up real tight. A okay. little tight little bow, a okay. little twine. And I'm going to take it, and I'm just going to toss it behind my back for now. Why? Because I don't want to... I, I want to wait until I have all of the information. I want to do my own research, Pat. I'm giving you the read. I gave you all the information. Oh, great. How much does the PSL cost? Well, nobody knows what it costs. Nobody knows yet. Mm-hmm. So until I know all the details, mm-hmm. I'm going to reserve total judgment. They know. The bills know. Yeah. And they haven't told us yet. Right. So what were you saying? I'm going to wait until uh-huh. I know. Yeah. And the fact that it's already gone over budget $140 million in 12 months. Something tells me it's going to get it's gonna get sponsored. And the Bills and the NFL are on the hook for all that $140 million. Yeah. And you can bet if in one year the budget's gone over $140 million, you're probably going to have that, if not more, every year until the stadium's open. So what were you saying a second ago? I don't remember. But okay, great. do you think, though, that like that's going to be a true detractor? We can you know, complain about it right now. And rightfully so. It's, it's, it's it's garbage. But like, you know, at some point, do you think it's really going to move the needle for people to be like, I'm not going. I think there are people that are going to be priced out. That that for sure. And that's a shame. That's an absolute shame. Uh, Especially if it, if it's been in your family, you know, for, for like it has with ours. All right, let's put it this way. When we're affected. (laughs) Let's put it this way. Because I want to get to our dad and we'll get to that in a second, but I have two seats, three Mm -hmm. rows in the field, 20 yard line, Bill side. Sure do. No big deal. If my PSL is $5,000 a seat, Mm -hmm. I can't cut a check for $10,000 for the right to buy my tickets. Who can? Well, there are people that can, and maybe there are people that will, but I can't. And, I mean, I'm the guy that's there every week. Do you? Obviously, we don't know, but I'd be, I'd be curious if you know from other uh, teams, can you um, uh, <laughs> can you lay away the PSL? Can you have yeah, everything? Yeah, you can finance it. Right. You know, can you, um, like, have it be baked into, like, okay, your season tickets and your seat license are going to be, uh, $10,000 and you are paying in installments over the year. Probably. Yeah. But then you're on the hook for a PSL. Let's of say course. the team gets bad and you still got $4,000 in your PSL. You got to pay right. off two seasons after you get the tickets. The Furby market uh, just completely <clears throat> tanks. And you know, now you're stuck with these uh, things in your garage that you, you know, got your kids up at, at eight 30 in the morning to go to marketplace mall to go buy. That's a true story. <laughs> Our dad has <laughs> perfect transition. <laughs> Our dad has six tickets, front row, end zone, Jumbotron. Sure. Under the Jumbotron. And I know that makes him sound like a millionaire. It's not true. We had a hole in our roof when we were growing up. He spent all his money on Bill's tickets. No one one cares about that. I'm just trying to set a scene. Was I lying? The Bill Stadium has a hole in its roof. (laughs) I don't see you complaining about that. Doesn't even have a roof. Let's say dad's seats are $3,000 PSLs. Per. That's eighteen thousand dollars. No, granted, grand. no, granted, no human being needs six bills tickets just for himself. 
Well, that being said, our dad is the guy, whether or not he has the money, because he's been there for so long, who is going to find $18,000. Yeah. And yeah. that's not right either. You right. shouldn't use somebody's fandom and the yeah. passion that they've had for decades to shake them down for eighteen grand. And that's exactly what it is. It is a shakedown, and it's an it's a shame, man. It's it really makes me sad. All right, here's here's what feels most icky about it. Sure, icky. That's a fun word. You're welcome. We are one of the last teams not to have PSLs, mm. and you brought up what made you and what's making Ryan sad: the atmosphere of the stadium that the Bills play in now. Sure, there is a community atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It feels like a high school football game with seventy thousand people. Because they try and tell you know, you hear all the time, it's like a college football atmosphere. No, it's more than that because half the people at college football stadium aren't paying attention to the game. They're there for the party. Bills fans are there for the party. And when that game starts, we are locked in. It mm-hmm. is a high school football atmosphere. Yeah. And with this new stadium and the PSLs and losing ten to 12,000 seats, it's not that anymore. Do you think it's going to be more looky-loose than, than passionate fans well, in the stands? But again, let's talk about the financial barriers that we're dealing with here. Who can afford those seats? Look, the Bills had that playoff drought forever. Sure. The Bills still had significantly full stadiums until, you know, the last two or three Towards games the end of the season. season. Yeah, sure. Those weren't people there to be seen. Mm-hmm. Those weren't people there to do something cool. Those were diehard Bills fans. Or you could also argue that, especially during those years, they were there for the party. Okay, but they were still there to be Bills fans. Sure. And you look at what happened over the last year, all those bandwagon fans that you love so much. Mm-hmm. That came into the fold. Sure, yeah. They can afford it. And if the team's good, they're going to buy the tickets. Well, what happens when the people that can afford them don't want to go because it's not the cool thing to do anymore, and the people that want to go can't afford them? Well, that, I think, at some point, it's just supply and demand. No, but there's a set price for the tickets. The Bills are not going to discount tickets to get people in the door. In fact, they don't even have to make money selling tickets to be a billion-dollar franchise, which is what really chaps my ass on this whole thing. Hmm. The NFL made a fortune. In that COVID year, we're having nobody in the stands. Yeah. They still made billions of dollars. Totally. Yet, you're going to turn my ticket prices up and make me pay for a PSL. It's, um, yeah, man. Don't stop. Stop it. Stop taking the, putting, making the, the underbelly of the whole NFL experience visible. Look, if we're going to get a... I want to be fat, dumb, and happy. All three are checked off right now. You're it. Um, Look, if we're going to be mad about it, let's be mad about it now before the season starts. Sure, let's carry that anger and resentment You're toward the rest of the season. You're going to forget about There's pizza over there. You're going to forget about it as soon as you have another piece of pizza. Where? It's a joke. It's a joke. I know where the pizza no, is. PS- <laughs> no, PSLs are a joke. That's what's up. Yeah, take that. Yeah. The Bills not the only uh, team in the AFC East. In fact, you can make the argument the Bills were the least active team in the AFC East. It might be a two-team race for least active. Mm. But as we look around the AFC as to what's been going on while we've been on break, New places, new faces, and teams in our division doing what they can to catch up to the juggernaut that has been Buffalo the last couple of years. I'm interested in Orion, how nervous it makes you. And we'll get into it. Let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app. We reach podcast. show every bills writer talking about the new faces that were showing up in buffalo von miller being the biggest one sure but they were preparing for a super bowl run and they were getting the pieces to do it this year 
either they like their roster or they can't add anybody else. Mm -hmm. But that sure as hell hasn't stopped other teams in the division and the conference from trying to catch up with what Buffalo has done. It's an arms race now in the AFC East. So let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. He's Ryan Duffy. My name is Pat Duffy. And hey, here's Pat. Hey. What are you doing? I'm going to break this pen over this desk. Don't do that. Okay. Let's talk new faces and new places. Sure. Because right? for some reason, both the Jets and the Dolphins believe they are right on the cusp of catching the Bills in the AFC East. Okay. Which is funny because the Dolphins have felt this for the last two years, mm -hmm. had momentum at certain points of the season, yep. and blew it both times. Mm -hmm. I don't get this idea that the Dolphins think they're right there. I mean, on paper, you know, we split with them in the regular season. Okay, both but, games both games close, uh -huh. and then obviously we meet them in the wild card round, and that game was close. Okay, the Bills also were playing. I You don't have to justify. No, but I'm, I do. I'm, because saying, I, no, like, I hate I'm saying it on paper. I agree with you that I don't think they're, they're in the same, uh, you know, caliber of team. I don't think that's the case. But... To a uh, uh, lay person, yeah, you could see it and be like, oh, man, these guys actually are pretty close. Okay. The big name in Miami that they went out and got this year to compete with Buffalo, mm -hmm. defensive back Jalen Ramsey. Sure. Does he make you nervous? History tells me at this point, I think that Josh Allen has had some pretty consistent success. Say that 20 times fast. Pretty consistent success. You know, I have an S problem. Um, yeah, I think he's had some sustained success against Jalen Ramsey. So, I mean... Oh, I've got the numbers. Sure. So, Josh Allen owns him. And it happened as soon as Jalen Ramsey called Josh Allen trash in that interview all those years ago. Mm -hmm. all right. GQ, Esquire, something like that. Doesn't matter. He sucks. Josh Allen, week one of last year, had a perfect passer rating against him. Mm -hmm. Perfect passer rating, 158 point whatever. Yeah. Josh Allen has played Jalen Ramsey teams three times. Three times, yeah. He's three and oh. 11 total touchdowns, 70% completion percentage, over nine yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. And this was the master stroke by the Dolphins to try and shut down this high-powered Bills offense. I understand he was traded, so it's not as if Jalen Ramsey like directly was like, I want to go to the AFC. He had a East. choice. I, I I fair enough. But I'm saying like just I know he didn't sign there like as a free agent. I wonder if he's like Man, this guy who I said was total trash has like a three and zero record against me. If I I need to up my the probability that I could finally get one on him by going to a division where I'm going to play him twice a year. Okay, but here's the problem: they're both at different points in their career. Jalen sure. Ramsey is on the downslope. Josh Allen is still coming into his prime. It's possible we haven't seen all the things Josh Allen can do. Right? Mm -hmm. He's going into his what fifth season? Yeah, yeah. So Jalen Ramsey, does he make you nervous? No, no. There was word this week mm. that the Patriots have been trying to trade Mac Jones in the offseason. Dangled mm. him out there. Did you see this story? No, I did oh, not. Okay. Now that you know this story. McCorkle? <laughs> is that a good move by the Patriots? I mean, I don't... I don't... I, I have no clue, man. I man, mean, like... Great I, podcast. I, what do you I, think? I'm, I'm I don't honest, know. Like, I mean, he made a Pro Bowl in his first year. He made a Pro Bowl because five guys didn't go. Of course, but, but, Tyler it, but it helps Hudley, my argument. Tyler Hudley made a Pro Bowl. Who's, who's the backup in Baltimore? I don't even know. The, it was, it's Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley, yeah. Ty, okay. He made a Pro Bowl this year. Sure. 
Um, Roger Saffold made the Pro okay, Bowl. Okay, so year. there you go. I know, but it helps my argument to say he made the Pro Bowl in his it rookie year. Mean anything. My point, though, is that, like, yeah, obviously last year he took a, a, a absolute nap on the field, but you could say that was a Matt Patricia thing or a Bill O'Brien thing, whatever. Or no, now it's Bill O'Brien. Now it's Bill back. O'Brien. Um, I love how again we're going to give the Patriots the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they're geniuses. Yeah, if I don't know. I, I, you let Matt Patricia call plays, and he's a defensive coordinator. I know, now man, you're a genius. Until I like, I don't think I'll ever feel safe saying like not giving them some level of benefit of the doubt. Why? Watch me. You should sure, give them, go for you it. should not give them the benefit of the go doubt. Go for it. I hope it doesn't bite me. Belichick was never a great coach. He's under 500 without Brady. He's been to the playoffs twice. Okay. He's never won a playoff game without him. Okay. Now let's and talk. I would love to see the point differential in those playoff games too. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Yeah. So, like with Mac Jones, I agree with you with the Matt Patricia thing. It's hard to judge last season. Sure. So he's never been great, and it's possible he wasn't even good because he was this guy that was just chucking balls eight to ten yards. And letting other guys do their thing, move down the field. Yeah. But here's the thing. Who would be the upgrade if they trade Mac Jones? Like, were they looking at a Jimmy Garoppolo? He's got history there. Were they looking mm. at a Derek Carr? Yeah, both of those would make sense. It it boggles my mind if the Patriots aren't sold on Mac Jones, that they are not in play for Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Why would they not be? He is a world's better version of Cam Newton, who Belichick... Brought in and gave two seasons to two opportunities to well yeah. one and then they one cut him. They cut him, but they still you could say he had the chance to win the starting job going into camp. Well, year. he was supposed to. Uh, Mac Jones, who we just discussed not being good, won the job from Cam Newton. Yeah, and it's not like Belichick has much longer in this league, man. He's in his seventies. Mm-hmm. Look, we just brought it up. Like you know, that guy's got an ego. Yeah, Tom Brady's not there anymore because he has an ego. Yeah, Belichick desperately wants to win a ring without Brady. Sure. And the only quarterback that can do that for you right now is Lamar Jackson, if it's even possible, which I don't think it is, but Lamar gives you the best shot. You, uh, you're you saying that is the best shot for the Patriots. Of the of the, the quarterback pool that would be available via Even if you go back to all the free whatever. agents. Yeah, who else, who's better? Mm. Look, yeah. Lamar Jackson, for all that he's done, the disrespect that he gets boggles my mind. I'm with you. He's an MVP. He is an electric player. Did he win MVP in his rookie year? Second year. Second year, okay. But it was his first year starting. Yeah, Look, that's right, yeah. You can fault the Ravens for not putting talent around him, mm-hmm. for unloading talent that he needed to be there. Mm-hmm. He has a problem staying on the field sometimes, which I get would give you caution. Yeah. But what we've seen other quarterbacks get paid, and I'm not even talking to Sean Watson, mm-hmm. how, how is Bill Belichick not banging on the door of the Ravens saying, take whatever you want and we'll pay him? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I like to think that, like, it, it, it's, no. Yeah, I'm with you. I was going to say, like, oh, maybe uh, Lamar Jackson is, like, you know, like, no, he's a great passer. He's he's elusive as all heck. Yeah, I'm elusive with you. Elusive as all get up, buddy. As all heck and get up. Because, like, look around the AFCs, too. Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Sure. Looks like Aaron Rodgers is coming. We'll get to that in a little while. Mm-hmm. Tua Tungavailoa, when he's on the field, looks like he's a serviceable quarterback, sure. at least with the wide receivers that he has. Played great last year. Okay, yeah. you can't win without a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's an arms race in the AFC East. Yeah. You're going to win with Mac Jones. Yeah, I'm with that even more so. I'm surprised that they're not making a, a pretty splash move. And here's the thing. Josh Allen is still young, relatively. He's under contract for a long time. It's not like you can wait out the Bills, like the Bills waited out the Patriots with Josh Allen and Tom Brady. Like, Josh Allen's going to outlast Mac Jones in New England. Yeah, for you, sure. Okay, so with all that being said, The big move that has not happened yet Mm -hmm. is Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Yes. Are the Jets making the right move here? (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't. Th- I. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Honestly, look, it's gonna happen. You think it's gonna happen? Well, look. Yeah, the Jets are idiots. Okay, let's. We'll get to that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Fair enough. Knee-jerk reaction, if he ends up in New York, which I think he will, is that the right move for the Jets? For the Jets? Yeah. Um, y- yes. Yes. Where do, I mean, do we know where the Jets are, are picking in the first round? Uh, they just missed the playoffs, so probably where the Bills picked every year. So, like, what, 15, 17 range? You could Google it. You have a phone in your Yeah, hand. but it's not, that's not fun. Yeah, why would we do that? That's no way. I like to guess. Um, in the teens somewhere, let's say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to get a, a, a really good quarterback. Will Levis is going to be there. Yeah, I, I think Aaron Rodgers would probably give them the best shot to, like, make some noise, like, faster. But but how many years does Aaron Rodgers have left? Okay, so let's talk about this. It has been embarrassing what the Jets have done with this whole Aaron Rodgers. I thing. completely agree. He costs a fortune. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to give up a number one pick. I know the Jets 100%. think they can. 100%. They think they can wait out the Packers. The Packers have all the leverage here. Like, you have invested all of You've invested in players. He gave you a list of demands, and Aaron Rodgers called it a suggestion list. Okay, Aaron right. Rodgers. Right. Because the suggestions you made in Green Bay the last couple of years almost ruined that franchise. Yeah. He's become such a headache that a guy who went back-to-back MVPs two years ago— Mm-hmm. The Packers are desperately trying to get rid of him. They're not even making... Jordan Love is their guy. They came out and said it. Yeah. Right? And you're only guaranteed a year of Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. A year. And that's not out of the question, right? That Aaron Rodgers plays one year in New York and goes, okay, I'm done. I'm out. So you gave up a first-round pick. You're going to pay him $50 million. Yep. You're not doing anything to solidify the quarterback of the future. By the way, you just took... A quarterback second overall two years ago. Yeah. And and lost Mike White in the offseason. Okay. Who cares? Uh, he uh, People are banging the drum for Mike White. He's got, what, two NFL wins in like eight tries? Almost, but but it's even more so. But Joe Flacco, I think, may still be on the roster, right? <laughs> like, how, think, how even, think, not even from a starter perspective, like, how deep is their quarterback position right now? I, I think Joe Flacco's been locked in the facility, and that's why he keeps showing up in <laughs> no. uniform. Let me, uh, guys, my fob's not working. <laughs> The thing that I can't get over with Aaron Rodgers, like all the things we just mentioned are problems, but I guess it's not out of the question that Aaron Rodgers shows up and is a legitimate player in New York. Of course. But his personality in media market one. I like that. That to me is what I'm, I, I, I hope that it happens. I, and I hope I don't eat crow on it, but like, I hope no, actually, that it, uh, Aaron Rodgers says that eating crow is actually a really nice natural remedy for whatever else. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway, I hope I, it, I don't, it doesn't come back to bite me, but like, I love the idea. When it, when this was all coming out, like I was like, this is going to be great. I'm with you. Like this is going to be fantastic. That like these people are are animals as far as like the New York media is concerned. They're going to tear him apart. You think coming from the the like the Midwest, the nicest air like of like the area with the nicest, most kind, generous people are are giving you a hard time and you're angry with the media there? And you want to go to New York City? New York City! New- <laughs> no, you said it. You said it yourself. Where that one guy got his salsa? <laughs> you said it yourself, man. Like, you're right. If you made this much noise and controversy in Green Bay, Wisconsin, what do you think is going to happen? Dude. And let's say he manages to keep his mouth shut. If things, which he won't, if things don't go well, the New York media is not the most supportive people. They're not the most supportive people. Dude. I, and he's not yeah. a guy who likes to be told, you're not playing well. Uh-huh. I don't get why they didn't sign Derek Carr. Derek Carr was their guy. 
Yeah. I would be more scared of Derek Carr as the Jets quarterback than I would be of Aaron Rodgers. I'm with you too, because I, I, I'm, I'm with you entirely. Because I think the Jets are, and we're in our, I guess, a above average quarterback, which I think we can all agree that as, as far as like the top 32 quarterbacks in the league, Derek Carr is in the upper yeah, side I would of say that. So, yeah. Maybe not in top tier, 12. but tw- fair enough. Perfect. Um, yeah, I think the Jets were a serviceable, you know, above average quarterback away from doing a lot better, obviously, than than they did last season. Um, and they split with the Bills at the end of the day. Okay, but again. All right, look. When it comes to Carr, he caught a raw deal in Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas is a franchise never does well by their quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He's talented. He managed to make the playoffs twice in that franchise, which is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. He's less expensive than Aaron Rodgers is going to be. He costs you no draft picks. Mm -hmm. That defense, if it's as good as uh, the coach thinks it is, you just need a guy to run the offense. You need a guy to run the offense and get you three or four explosive plays potentially a game. And on top of all that, Carr could be there for five to seven years. The Jets have not been able to solve the quarterback issue since Joe Namath walked out that door. Mm. Think of the revolving door of quarterbacks NFL legends that came in and completely crapped the bed Chad Pennington I mean Pennington's the quarterback that had the most success <laughs> right. right I mean Mark Sanchez took him to two AFC championship games sure. but there wasn't him doing it that was pre- and and dropped off pretty pretty hardcore well he, you can't drop off when you're not playing well the team I around him it got was, worse. It, fair enough but I just yeah whatever I don't understand why you are willing to give up draft capital and pay double the money for a guy that's not going to play as well as Derek Carr is. Yeah, I um, I, I, it seems like they were just like glitz and glamour. Like, oh my gosh, like he, he did he say the Jets? Did he say he wants to play for the Jets? <laughs> Where are the Jets? Like, what? Yeah, let's go. I, I what was the like they sent out that like uh, Leo DiCaprio meme of like him pointing at the the television yeah, yeah, yeah. when he when that thing came out. It's like dudes are thirsty. Like they want that guy hardcore. And and you're right, they're probably going to get him. But but at the same time, like if I was Green Bay, like let him retire, let him walk, like sit him for a year, pay him his money. Who cares? See you later. No, you're right. Like you know, the Packers, they're in a rebuilding mode. Pay him fifty million dollars. Right, Just sit there. You have right. all of the leverage. Go get yourself a first round pick. Totally. Do it. Yeah. All right. Do you before that? Do you think that there's any other team outside of the Jets that would be willing to give up a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers? He's not willing to go because Aaron Rodgers has the threat of I'll retire if you trade me anywhere else. So you, so we are at the point now where it is either Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the New York Jets or he retires. Or he retires. Well, yeah, because Baltimore is going to need a quarterback. He's not going to want to go play in Baltimore. You don't think okay? Coverage so bear wide receiver wise. You think that that Aaron Rodgers would completely say, "I'm not going anywhere but the New York Jets." Yeah, I think he's already said that. Why is it? What is it? What is it about the New York Jets for? Him? I think he thinks that team is ready to go. I think he sees a bunch of rubes that are willing to do whatever he says, and he's they've proven it. They went out and got all the players that he wanted them to get. Look, man, the guy wants power. Yeah. And Robert Sala, the head coach, I said this last year and you laughed at me. He is a bad coach that does not have control of his team. Mm. He is impulsive. He's over the top. His image is better than what he is as a coach and a leader in the locker room. You saw it happen with Zach Wilson. You saw it when they kept putting Mike White back out there. By the way, that Mike White thing, getting his ribs smashed in over and over again, Mm -hmm. became a lot less funny and cool when DeMar Hamlin died on the field. Yeah. Right? And that head coach allowed that to happen. They allowed that to happen. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, that's... No, we, it wasn't. Like, we it knew... 100% on, is. The DeMar Hamlin point, but we even talked about on the show after the Mike White game how uncomfortable that was to watch and how you were putting him at risk. 
Uh, oh, okay. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. I just, right, fine, fair enough. Make your point. I just don't want to like go back after something like tragic happens, like Demar Hamlin's situation, and then go back and nitpick all of these other examples where like every single week they would trot people. Like, the whole situation with Tua earlier sure, in the I season, get, like, but that, but and I, all, and and that's all. It's all screwed up. Don't get me wrong, but like, I just don't want to go back and. Like, all right, let me say this. You are making a very good argument as far as the the uh, head coaching ability of, of Robert Sala here and that it, that it may be suspect. So I will give you that. I still think it remains to be seen how effective he's going to be. I still think he's a good coach, but there is no denying mm-hmm. that you are making a very uh, 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 making a good argument for your point. It's this simple. You picked Zach Wilson. You ended Zach Wilson's career Mm -hmm. halfway through his second season when you invested a second overall pick in him. Mm -hmm. Why would you let Robert Sala make you think that Aaron Rodgers is the answer? Yeah. You couldn't control a second overall pick being a pariah in the locker room, and you are bringing in, arguably, the most controversial and, from a speaking standpoint, and polarizing quarterback We've seen the last twenty five years. Do you think that? And, I, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying on the field in the locker room stuff. Not like Deshaun Watson kind of. Of course, no. I know what you mean. Um, do you think that this is a thing where you know years down the road we'll hear from like Robert Sala? Let's just say that you know they sign Aaron Rodgers. It goes as poorly as we're saying it could. Sure. Um, and you know it's all like what idiots the Jets are. Yeah. Do you think years down the road that something will come out? or the probability that something would come out where it's like Robert Sala's like, yeah, dude, Woody Johnson's behind the thing, like telling us what exactly what we have to do. The, I don't know who the GM is of the Jets, but like, do you think it's all on Sala? Like, I understand right now it's all on Sala because he is the head coach of the New York Jets. Sure. But like, there are other factors in this whole sure. thing. Sure, I mean, look, I'll say this. If he doesn't have control and they're making him do this, he lost that control by the way you treated your second overall pick as a quarterback. Fair enough. So, right? So, like, you don't even have room to bitch. Let's say he doesn't have it. Let's mm-hmm. say it's not his call. Well, you lost the ability to make that call because of how you handled Zach Wilson. Fair enough. Making that pick and ending his career halfway through his second season. Mm-hmm. With all that being said, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, Ryan. We do. Bills-wise, the Bills are going to be back at training camp. We found that out this week here in Rochester, at least for this season. Woo! Uh, fingers crossed that we will be doing some live shows from St. John Fisher College this year. Oh, my God, really? St. John Fisher. Oh, no, I will. You're not. Uh, also. Ah, come on. I'm kidding. The live podcast. I'm working on it. Also, NFL Draft coming up. Yeah. Who knows what the Bills are going to do? They can't go best player available. we got a lot of that stuff to get into, and we'll be getting into it. And show's coming up. We're back, baby. We are Let's go Duffalo and the Odyssey app. His name's Ryan Duffy. My name's Pat Duffy. We appreciate your time. Like, subscribe, tell us we're pretty. And one more time before we go. Go Bills! Go Bills!